Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to today's episode of Musings with Jesus. My name is Shola. I'm your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're well. I hope all is good with your world and I hope everything is, you know, is just going well with you. And um, I want to thank the Lord for his grace and mercy in my life. I am really happy about where he's brought me to. And I like the fact that every day seems to be just a new experience, a new encounter with him and things that he's doing. I'm really excited for the future because I can see that he's changing things around me. It's almost like, you know, there's a before and an after, you know, you know, you know, when you have some, it's like how some people, you have a very profound experience. You now say, oh, that was pre-COVID, that was post-COVID, you know, COVID then becomes the marker point. So for me, that's how my life has become now. Um, I definitely crossed a marker point after I turned 50, which coincided with also COVID and so many other things. But from that time till now, it is clear that a chapter of my life has been closed, which ended with my leaving my place of work, which I'd worked for for 22 years. And what the Lord said to me as I was leaving was that he wanted my time and my voice. And it is funny because since then, he has somehow, even without my um, paying attention to it, he has, I can see that we have been on a journey of the Lord. First of all, the first thing he now has control over is my time. And then he's also helping me to find my voice. And that is like a daily, slow and steady um, journey to find in him. And... um, The more I get into the scriptures, I realize that this is very spiritual because when God says, when God told um, his disciples or Jesus said to his disciples when he was about to leave the the earth after he resurrected and he was giving his final words before he left, he gave them the great commission, Matthew 28, chapter 18 to 20 and also Mark 16, 15 to, and also Luke, I think Luke 24. He was generally telling them, go into all the world and teach the gospel. Jesus assumed that their time and their voice was his. That was his assumption. Because if you read that great commission, it's he's not even as, he's not making, he's not looking at it that, oh, this person is married, oh, this one has a job that he's doing or that. He's telling you that whatever it is that, I mean, regardless of what your personal circumstance may be, my mandate to you is to go into all the world and preach the gospel. Honestly, when I read the Bible these days, in fact, as I'm just doing, this is why I do these musings, because this is the Holy Spirit now making me think of something. Because as I read the Bible, I realize that the way we are living our lives now, we build our own lives, and then we look for a compartment for God. That That is not the Jesus model. That's not the Christ model. The Christ model is... Forsake your entire life and allow me to build it up for you afresh. I think that's what the Lord is helping me to do now. Maybe that's why, you know, he's actually reconstructing my life. That's what he's doing. Because before now, oh, Father, Holy Spirit, I'm so glad that we did this music. Because before now, I was building my life and then I wanted to bring God into a part of it. And I felt that that was really righteous and holy of me. But I now realize that that's, that's not what, and this is just done in on me as we're doing this musing right now. And this is the Holy Spirit making this, making me aware of this. 
the Jesus model is deconstruct everything. You have to forsake your life. And there's so many scriptures that talk about that. Jesus said, um, when, when he talked about people, if you cannot deny me, okay, let's go and read that. There's no point in my trying to count it off head. So Jesus said in Luke chapter 9, verse 23, he said, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Now, starting from verse 22, he said, the son of man, which is himself, must suffer many things, and he'll be rejected of the elders and the chief priests and the scribes. And he will be killed, murdered, and he will be raised on the third day. Verse 23. And he said to them all, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross daily and follow me. For whosoever shall save his life shall lose it. But whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. But what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world and lose himself or be cast away? But whosoever shall be ashamed of me and of my words... Of him shall the Son of Man be ashamed when shall when he shall come in his own glory and his fathers and of the angels. So Jesus is saying something really profound here. He's saying that if anyone wants to follow me, first of all, he's first telling them that I myself am going to die. They're going to kill me. I'm going to be rejected and I'm going to be killed for the sake of the gospel that I'm preaching, the salvation message that I have brought as the, the, the mediator and the savior of ma mankind. But that if you want to follow in the paths of me that I've already told you that I'm going to be killed, it's not going to be an easy path. You will have to deny yourself. You have to take up your cross daily and follow me. And he said, anybody that seeks to preserve his life the way it is, that person will lose it. But that the person that denies himself and takes up his cross daily will follow him, will, will, will save it. So there is, and there, there, there's another scripture where he talked about forsaking all for my sake. So when I read the Great Commission, Matthew 28, and I read from verse 18, he says, go into all the world, preach the gospel, teaching all nations everything that I've taught you, teaching them to observe everything that I've commanded you, and lo, I am with you until the end of the world. Jesus is not expecting us to be preserving our life. He's not expecting us. He's really expecting that the Great Commission, the kingdom of God, the righteousness of God takes preeminence over our lives. That's what he's expecting. He's not saying that we should not, because of that, you know, get married, have jobs and things like that. But he's saying that he has to have preeminence, preeminence in all of those things. He must have the preeminence. And how that works out, how that comes to be, is something that only the Holy Spirit can teach us how to do it. But what I found that I have been doing, and I think what a lot of us have been doing, because that's essentially what our world seems to suggest, that's how we practice the faith now, is... I'm still preserving, in fact, preserving my life. I, I, I was like the greatest person in self-preservation. So always preserving my life, wanting my life the way it is, and then wanting God to sort of like rubber stamp and bless the life that I have curated for myself. But now God is, since 2019, almost in the, how will I say, I would, I would say twilight of my life, but let's just say a lot of water has passed under the bridge. He's now saying, he's now reconstructing it for me. And that reconstruction He's separating me from certain things. He's pulling me closer to other things. And it's not going to be something that is going to just happen overnight. It's, it's a process. So I'm seeing a reconstruction of relationships. Certain relationships have just had to go. And I think this is me just realizing this is why God is doing this. So right now, my current life is very different from how my life has been. And it's not really my, my doing. Left to me, there's some relationships I would rather not have let go of. Up to now, it's still a struggle. And when he says, taking up your cross daily, yes, because there's some things that 
even though I, I have left relationships that I have left, every now and then they come to start, you know, knocking on the door and being like, oh, I'm still here, you know, and, you know, we can go back to the way it was. So I have to choose again that, no, the Lord has separated me from that. I'm not going to be that person again. It's a daily choice. So he's reconstructing my life. I'm just realizing that's what he's doing. Now, we had a conversation early this morning and I was, I'm still trying to, you know, muse on that. But I realized that that is what he's doing. And I have to stay with the process. I also, I wish he could go faster, but he also understands that this is a, you know, there's a lot of unlearning that I have to do. So we can't hurry it. We can't rush through it. There's a lot that I have to unlearn. There's a lot that I have to relearn. There's a lot that I have to learn afresh. So, but I, the most important thing is I have to be, um, committed to that process and I have to just submit myself in that process. And God is patient because he's sort of like, in fact, sometimes I think he's too patient because he, he's, he allows for the time that it would take for me to get to where he needs me to be. So this past three years, every single year, like I'll say the first year, 2019 separated me from my, my work, changed my work, 2020 established a new profession for me and cut me off certain relationships spiritually. 2021 consolidated that for me, um, got me into, I would say 2020, 20, were focused. So it was about resetting, removing me from certain relationships and resetting. Now, 2022, I thought it was over. I'm now realizing that, okay, this is probably what's going to be happening. 2022, blockbuster. Got me into into Bible school, so my time very much, you know, I have a weekly commitment <laughs> to the things of God and His kingdom, and um, then resetting some other relationships again. So I'm beginning, and I, I, and I can see there's some things that He hasn't yet touched, but I'm beginning to see that He's likely to touch those things. But what I can see Him doing is He's creating space for me to begin to walk in the path that he has chosen for me. So we have not even started walking yet from what I'm sensing. All he's doing right now is like somebody that wants to plant a field. You can't plant a field on a, on a, on a piece of land that, has, that is not ready, you know, that has weeds, that has thorns, that has stones, that is not fertilized. So you first deal with that ground. You spend a lot of time. And at that time, it's looking like anybody that comes to the farm is like nothing is going on because they're not seeing there is no seeds. The you know the 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 burrows of sand have not yet been the ground has not been tilled, nothing has been planted. It doesn't look like a farm. But you have to prepare the land. So right now, what God has been doing is preparing the land. He has been weeding things out, weeding, weeding things out, weeding, weeding, digging up the soil, digging up the soil. So work is going on, but nothing visible. It's all underneath the surface yeah thank you holy spirit for that and i think what i'm getting from this is i have to be patient with the process but also know that the lord is taking me somewhere this is the preparatory phase and what he said to me in 2019 still stands he wants my time and he wants my voice so i should recognize that that is the core at the core because everything that has happened to me from 2019 till now, I can center it. I can tie it either to God doing something about my voice, anything that comes against that voice that he has put in me, God is moving it and strengthening the voice, you know, feeding the voice, curating the voice, 
ministering to the voice, blessing the voice, it's so it's so powerful. And then that time element, uh, he has made me stay away from certain things. You know, it's, it's a very clear, even professionally, I have held back from some opportunities because God has said, your time belongs to me. So I'll just leave it at that because right now he's speaking. This is really speaking to me very seriously. This is a very personal musing. It's not so much for everyone, anyone, but if there's anyone that the Lord will bring to listen to this because they need to hear this as well. It's it's giving me peace because I now realize that this is what I can see the big picture. I'm beginning to see what looks like the big picture of what he's been doing. And I can see the method to the, in quote, madness. It's not just things happening randomly in my life or God is actually doing something. He's weeding out the thorns, the stones, the weeds in my life and in my heart. He's preparing my heart to receive the word of God and to become a garden of his glory. And I thank him for that. So my only prayer at this point is that may he perfect that which he has started. And may I fall in line with that which he has ordained for me in Jesus' name. Amen.